0: Today's episode is brought to you by SeatGeek, our presenting sponsor, as well as the presenting sponsor for Channel 33 Enter promo code BS, and by Panthers Broncos tickets on SeatGeek. This is right around the time when the tickets start dropping. They'll send you $100 on your purchase. SeatGeek's Broncos Panther prices are the lowest out there. They always show you the full price upfront, no hidden fees. To get $100 off your purchase, download the free SeatGeek app and promo code BS. Also... On game day, why listen to played-out commentary? That's why I want to tell you about Lee and Morris, otherwise known as Keegan-Michael Key and Jordan Peele. They've partnered with Squarespace to bring you real football knowledge. Lee and Morris know the game even better than they know themselves. Join them on Sunday at squarespace.com slash realtalk or check it out right now and build a website like theirs with a free trial. Use offer code BS to save 10%. Real Talk. Squarespace. This episode is also brought to you by Private Eyes from Hollow Notes, uh, an '80s song that all of a sudden became really relevant in the last 24 hours. Let's go.
1: Yeah. How? Do you know if
0: Tupac? Do you know if Tupac ever covered Private Eyes by Hollow Notes or no? I,
1: I, I don't know, but I'm glad that we're talking about songs. I gotta warn you right up front. I, I'm in a singing mood today, my friend. Uh oh. I, I, there's I have I have uh, music in my blood today. Now, first of all, you know, before every Friday Rolling podcast, I like to listen to my um, my Rolling playlist. Yeah, at the <laughs> top of that playlist, yeah, is of course Picture Me Rolling. That's that's Pac. Yeah, but then right below, I got I got my Limp Biscuit. Yeah, I got my Coolio Rolling with the Homies. Yeah, I got my Adele Rolling in the Deep. Yeah, and then you know I I always. I always make sure my Austin Mahoney featuring Becky G, is in there.
0: What about Austin Private Mahoney Eyes? Rolling? What about Private Eyes by Hall and Oates?
1: Well, it, it doesn't fit the Rolling theme, but it sure does fit another theme.
0: They were rolling into somebody's house,
1: they sure hanging were. outside
0: the parents' house. If you had, if you had two private eyes outside the house of Dick House, uh, your father. And yeah. your and your lovely mother, whose name I'm blanking on for some Betty, reason, Betty Betty, Betty House, yeah. um, you'd be a little concerned, right? Two private eyes, just
1: well, they kinda... know better. They they'd call the cops first thing. They wouldn't answer the door. Yeah, Dick House, two would... dudes in long trench coats. Yeah,
0: Dick House would shoot those private eyes. So Wednesday, next Marine, Wednesday, you you finally got to see the magical Golden State Warriors and. Uh, the modern-day Pete Maravich, Steph Curry. Uh, you got to see them in person in Chocolate City. And yeah. you were beside yourself. I actually texted you at halftime to make sure that you hadn't had a stroke or something. Uh, tell us what that game was like.
1: I mean, it's an all-caps WOW. It's, it, it, the superlatives don't do it justice. It's not incredible. It's not uh, extraordinary. It's not stupendous. It's it's better than that, it's better than all those. It's it's incredis, stupa, uh unbelievable. It's a it's an all cast wow.
0: <laughs> we do, did
1: you, you can't believe
0: it. Did you find yourself cheering for Curry even though he was going at your team?
1: I mean, I, I I texted this. It happens to be true. I had an involuntary reflex. Every time he got behind and started to, to put in a position to to stroke it. I, I jumped up out of my seat every time. <laughs> seven you know, eight times he was behind the three point line the first quarter, I'm out of my seat eight times. He made
0: seven threes in the first quarter. Like if he did it. if we had said ten years ago like somebody's gonna make ten three seven threes in a quarter, we all would have been like, No way, nobody's doing that. And he he does it routinely now. Like people they just they don't even blink now. So you get, the, I get these texts like Curry 25.73s in the first quarter, and, and ten years ago that would have I, I, I would have fell down. Now it's like, oh, all right, I'll turn that on. Like well, he's I, he's I'll tell you me. What,
1: Watching it in person, I I, I fell down. Yeah. I jump out up out of my seat and then jump right back down. I mean, it just it it, it and, and the 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 crowd. You know, it's it was a good home home crowd. I'm not sure how it played on TV. Um, no, it played it great. Over-
0: w- that was a good DC crowd. It felt like a yeah. little bit of like a soccer game, which is how those Warriors games feel like where you have like 25% of the fans are really rooting hard for Curry and then everyone else is rooting for the home team.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and and the Curry there was a buzz. There was a buzz every time he touched the ball and there was like a, you know, collective breathing. We were all like in synchronized breathing like, "Oh." Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then some cheers, and 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 the cheers. You know the, the contingent that um is so impressive with Curry that makes the most noise are the kids. The kids love the Curry. They really they do. they love Chef Curry. There's so many kids in Golden State. You know T-shirts. It's so good for the league.
0: It's great. And what's interesting is the last time this happened was the MJ Pippen Bulls after MJ came back when. It just felt like it was an event. The fans were kind of rooting for the other team, and that there was just a, a level of respect I, I can't remember seeing before, just for what you're watching. Like, wow, I'm probably never going to see this again. You knew that in the moment. And then Shaq and Kobe came along. Never quite got there. It, it was awesome to see them in person, but I never felt like, like I don't remember seeing them in person.
1: Now, that Bulls team, that was a barnstorming tour.
0: Yeah, yeah, that they, there was something different about that. Shaq and Kobe never quite got there. I, I think if they had peaked in 2001 during the regular season, like they peaked in the playoffs, it would have gotten there, but it was really just a playoff thing. And then LeBron and the Heat, um, during, the, I guess, the 27-game winning streak, they got there briefly.
1: Yeah, it was cool.
0: But But it was temporary. This is different. I mean, this has now been going on for four months you know we're in February now and these guys are this is like the Bulls like you said it's a barnstorming tour and that's what that's why this is so special I think
1: well and it's also different because of the singular talent of of the best player in the league yeah you know it's such a unique talent it's, it's so unlike anything that we've seen before um and this, the hot streak that he's on and I know that I already kind of um I went on Twitter Wednesday uh, and expressed my disappointment about not being able to get in early. Washington couldn't figure out a way to accommodate um, the fans Yeah, that to is watch unfortunate. Curry's warm-up. Um, but, you know, that, that uh, there, somehow or another, I saw the next day there was 200 people in there, but th- those were not, you know... I have a buddy who's been a long-time season ticket holder. He wasn't invited in there, so I have no idea who they let in.
0: That's uh, They came up
1: with an, ex- an exclusive crew um, in, in typical Washington fashion. But uh, you, you know the 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 whole experience of him. There was a line of people on both sides of the tunnel, and they allowed fans to line the the Warriors' entry, and and people were taking pictures as the Warriors entered the court, and Curry came out first. Right, and and I, I mean, don't care in I, in DC.
0: I, I we were there for the entire Shaq Kobe experience, and we were there for LeBron and the Heat, and it. LeBron got like 80% there, especially on the Cavs those last two years. And then when Miami became a little bit something bigger, but there was a a villainous WWE aspect to that first Miami season. This is the last time I remember something like this happening was that Jordan Pippen thing where people would just wait for them to come out for the pregame. And it was like everyone's on pins and needles. It was almost the best way I can compare it is it, it's like being at a concert when you're waiting for the band to come out, and then they lower the lights, and everybody starts cheering.
1: You and know, then, I, I that's a good comparison. Yeah, and re, part of it is because it's so joyful. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's the 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 the, 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 war, the Warriors don't inspire like hatred. Right. They're, I don't even know who the the villain on the Warriors is. It, it's probably Bogut, I guess. Right we but, we know. were
0: we were meeting yesterday with uh some of the people that are working with me now and uh, i was joking about how the all-time hot take angle would be somebody trying to like create the backlash against this curry thing and we were joking about what what that backlash would look like i don't even know i guess it would be like steph curry's kind of Boring off the court, maybe. I, like, where would you even go? Everybody just loves this. It's fantastic. I don't know yeah. how you would pick it apart. And we live in a society where everything gets picked apart. And this is the one thing it's unpick, pick apartable.
1: Right. It's because it's genuine and yeah. earnest, and you know that's what a rare thing these this day and age.
0: So, um, when you watched the Warriors, did you feel, and you, and you caught them on a good night?
1: Yeah. Um, did well, actually, you-, you know what? I would say I, we caught. I caught them on a, on like a seventy-five percent night, like on a kind of a B to B plus night. I didn't catch them on a pure A. Klay Thompson didn't have a great, great game. Draymond got to a triple double, but also had a bunch of fouls. Uh, Bogut damn near fouled out. And, they couldn't and their guard interior, John Wall. their interior defense was 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 sorry. I mean, they really had no answer for John Wall.
0: That's all fine. But they're not losing a game where Steph Curry scores over 50 points. The, the, well, the, the I'll Warriors tell you what, is the, constructed or not losing?
1: The thing that, that uh, I found myself uh, thinking as the third quarter went on and Washington made it really competitive and the fans were into it and Wall was, Wall was going so hard. I mean, he's such a talent. Yeah. Uh, and it's, you know, it's a shame it's being wasted this season. But um, it meant that for sure Steph was going to come out and play in the fourth quarter. We were going to see Steph in the fourth quarter, and I was thrilled, as thrilled uh, about that as the fact that the game, you know, that Washington w- w- was playing hard. The one thing I will tell you, I there was not one second from the moment the ball was tipped and, and, until, you know, two minutes left in the game when the Warriors were up by 13 or 15 or 11 or whatever it was, that I thought that the Washington uh, local professional team was going to win. Not one moment.
0: And the other thing when you go see Curry in person, especially on a night like that, um nobody's going to get food or go to the bathroom or get beers or anything. You're just kind of in your seats until he comes out. And then it's almost like a concert where, you know, you go to see whatever band and they play their hits and then the guy's like, all right, it's time to play some songs from our new album. And everybody runs to the concessions. That's I'm what it's like you. when Curry comes out.
1: That was me. Yeah. He was out. Curry did, a, did me a great, did my bladder a terrific favor in the second quarter. Gave a, gave uh Uh, Curry, a nice extended um, seat on the bench. I ran right up and ran right back down and and, um, caught him right at the end of the second quarter.
0: I wonder how high he can get from a point standpoint because, you know, if a defense tries hard enough, they can make it really hard for him to score because it just becomes stupid because he's going to make the right play all the time. And if they're going to just trap him from 30 feet away, he's going to pass to an open guy and that's it.
1: Yeah, so I, I don't think there is a, a a kind of ceiling to how much he's going to score because I don't think the Warriors would indulge the idea of letting him get to eighty or or you know try and crack ninety anything like that. No, it's, it's, so like, far, it's, it's like it's you said. out of their DNA, you know. But it, but
0: it's like you said, it has to be a semi-close game, the other team, and that's why in the first quarter uh, when he had the twenty-five, I was with fantasy and Chris and. We're kind of watching the score like, man, if they could, if the Wiz can keep this to like seven or eight, then Curry might actually play four quarters like this is conceivable. I was more interested to see if he, you know, what's crazy is he he doesn't have the record for most threes in a game. It's 12.
1: I, I I was stunned by that.
0: I thought I just assumed he had it. And I assumed and the record both. was 16 or something, but it's right. It's right, 12 exactly. or it's, 20. Seems so doable for him. But as soon as the Wiz realized that they actually had to um, start trapping him, which unfortunately did not happen in the first quarter, it, you know, all of a sudden, this ceiling for what Curry can do. The, the, the Kobe 81 point game, and there were good oral histories about it, were it, the two biggest factors were that it was a close game where they had to come from behind. And then they had Idiot Sam Mitchell on the other sideline, just single teaming him. And and he was red hot, and they didn't take With the ball in sense. Yeah,
1: poor Jalen.
0: But I, I mean, you know, so I I think it's going to be really hard for everyone, especially in the internet era, where you're just going to be roasted and filleted and YouTube clips and gifs and all this stuff. Nobody wants to be embarrassed. Not that people wanted to be embarrassed in 2006, but now it's like the stakes are higher from an embarrassment standpoint, and people just what? Curry. I don't see him getting. Over sixty-two, sixty-three. I don't think it's conceivable.
1: It doesn't make sense for the Warriors. I still think we can see, see somebody in the seventies and maybe approaching eighties, but it's going to be in a situation kind of like last season, where it's like Melo and the Knicks playing somebody who's already shut it down for the season. Like uh, they're playing Brooklyn or they're playing Phoenix, or you know, um, yeah. and 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 Melo just happens to be hot. You know, he makes his first four shots or something at the beginning of the game. Like, hey, this is cool. Right. And so he just keeps shooting and shooting and shooting, and and you know fills it up. He had that sixty, was it five or six point game last season, you know in in uh, in March or April. I
0: I actually think if you had to tell me who has the best chance of getting a seventy, I would say Durant because yeah, sure. Part of what needs to happen is the other team has to start getting in foul trouble, and somebody's got to get start getting to the line. And with Durant, he can get to the line, but so can Westbrook. And they, you know, they could play a team like Detroit and just foul out Drummond and Aaron Baines, all these different guys, and that, and you know, by the fourth quarter, it's just a show of a team. That that's the one thing that hurts Curry is he's not going to get to the line over and over again. It's all jump shots, so you're always yeah, going against true. the other team's best team. But
1: you know, I, I like that. I like that Katie theory because uh, OKC definitely will allow either one of um, Russie or KD if if one of them has a hot hand to shoot every single time they come down the floor.
0: We should mention speaking of uh of KD. Oh. Both of us wanted to see him play for two straight months before yeah. we were officially ready to believe in the Oklahoma City Thunder. It's and, true. Uh, and he's he's done it now. I think I'm I'm looking up his stats as we're talking, but he has played now 44 games. He's up to twenty seven point four a game mm. um for points. Mm. And his his January was fantastic. Twenty eight twenty point five points, nine point three rebounds. Oh uh getting to the line, seven point seven free throws, mm. 4, 49, 37, 89 splits. Like Pretty he's back. Splits. That's that's Durant. That's and that's why that two seed is so important because who the hell wants to play that team in round two? Hey, 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 hey here's here's my opinion. No, thanks. I don't want to see those opinion? guys. Yeah <laughs> that that's my that's my expert
1: that's opinion. I don't want yeah. yeah I don't
0: want to see Durant and Westbrook in any any round, but especially round two. And when then I would have to play the Warriors after that. No, thank you.
1: So they're they're, they're presently third, right?
0: They're third. How,
1: They're, how close are they to, I'm looking right now.
0: Well, the, the the Spurs, it's getting interesting with the Spurs, right? They have a five-game lead on Oklahoma City. Five There's games, 31 yeah. games left. Yeah. But Manu just went out. Duncan is a million years old. You know, one little injury to Kawhi or Aldridge, and, that, and OKC, if they stay healthy, I think could make that gap up. That's That's not a lot of... Games, especially the Spurs has the Spurs have a couple more games against the Warriors and all that stuff. I want to talk quickly about Durant, and I know we we got to talk Super Bowl. Please um, do this. There's a story that came out a couple of days ago, and it was uh, Wojnarowski's new website, where it was it was a two prong story about Durant, the Warriors planning for Durant, and then another article about how that how they could make it happen cap wise. Um, I'll do respect to the to to that site and the reporting. I, I thought that was one of the most ludicrous stories I've ever read. Because for this reason, the Warriors are forty five and four. Yes. Yeah. Why the hell would they mess with anything? They're not thinking about next year. They're not thinking about Durant. I, I think it's absurd. I, I just don't believe it. I don't believe anyone on that team in the locker room. In the front office, anyone who owns the team is thinking anything other than, let's keep this together. This is a once-in-a-generation team. They're not thinking, oh, you know what we should do is get rid of Harrison Barnes and renounce Sean Livingston and renounce Festus Ezeli and trade Andre Iguodala and get Kevin Durant in here. That is the most idiotic logic I've ever heard. I'm not questioning that uh, Wojnarowski wrote the story because he had information, my question is who's feeding the information. And if uh, I know. and if I'm on another team like the Spurs yeah. or OKC or the Clippers or the Cavaliers, I'm feeding this stuff to reporters. and would be like, "Hey man, I heard the words are going hard after Durant." <laughs> Wouldn't you do that if you're one of the other teams? I don't believe anything about this story. I think it's being fed by the other teams and I think they all have an agenda for it. Well, Your thoughts? Luckily.
1: I, that's exactly the right way. I don't believe one word of it. I, we're we're so past the point where um, there 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 there's any legitimate reason to have to make speculation about where Kevin Durant might go next. I, the 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 conclusive piece was written before the season started by Zach Lowe. The thing that makes the most economic sense, the thing that that and still preserves KD's option is to re-sign for one year. Yes. And stay with OKC with Russie, with Ibaka, and and then come out the following year. So all this is it remains the topic du jour, you know, and, and gets as many looks. And we're at the point in the season where you know getting eyeballs on stories um, that don't involve the games because the games are are you know only going to take you so far. Uh, other than uh, Steph dropping fifty one, it's 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 complete conjecture nonsense talk um motivated by you know interest in in silly stories the 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 one thing you we, we both know for sure it is impossible to forecast wh- what's going to happen a year and a half from now
0: well and also i don't i don't blame them for writing those stories i think it was smart they got them some traffic some attention you knew idiot ESPN was going to race to talk about it for the next 10 hours and get a whole day of programming about it on all their shows. I never heard anybody and maybe it happened. I just missed it. I never heard anybody make the point that this was fundamentally idiotic that the Warriors have a chance to break the bulls record for 73 wins. Well, and, and there every- is no possible way they're thinking about, Hey, You know, I know we're doing great this year. We have a chance to go back-to-back and go 75-7. and But how could we get better? It's it's just idiotic. What are you talking about? Nobody's having that conversation. And if Joe Lacob, the Warriors owner, should come out, he should give a press conference, and he should be like, look, I saw this story, and I am just flabbergasted how stupid it was. Because all this stuff's coming from other teams or people who are trying to undermine what we have. All I can tell you is... This is the best experience of my life as an owner, as a human being. I would never want to break this up. I hope this goes on forever. I want to re-sign everyone. Why would I break this up? We're about to break the record for best team ever. I'm not breaking this up. Everyone shut
1: up. He doesn't need to go out and do that. It's not a distraction. That's
0: what I would do. That's probably why I can't own a team.
1: I, I think that's probably right. I mean, you know. They're just handling their business. They, all of this is nonsense stuff on the, on the margins. It's for the internet. Well,
0: That's Draymond funny. should have said something, because that article said, basically said that Draymond was already, think, recruiting Durant and stuff. Draymond should be
1: like, I'm not doing that. That's, it's, it's, too, it's too dumb to indulge. It was,
0: it, was all, it was a 36-hour story. It was the main story everywhere for 36 hours.
1: Well, what's surprising about that? Donald Trump was, has been um, touted as the GOP frontrunner for the past six months. You mean the guy who was best on television, the TV celebrity, has been doing really good on television? I can't believe it. And, then, and then there's actually a moment where people vote. Wait a minute. People, they didn't vote for the TV star? The TV program is over. It's voting time now. And, and that, so the same deal here. Like, you know, let's get eyeballs. Let's, let's, let's create stories. We have to have stories to fill up. These hours of of media and these these pages of content on the internet. Who cares? It's ludicrous. It's ludicrous.
0: The sports media talk cycle is at its all-time dumbest. I don't even know who's arguing. And Rappaport's going to come on a little bit. We're going to talk about it. I don't even know who's arguing against Cam Newton. I love Cam Newton. Who doesn't like Cam Newton?
1: There has been this rumble all season long um, about the sort of emphatic nature of his celebrations and the duration of them and the dab I, and all only, of that. And there, there has been this only, undercurrent of like, act like you've been there. That's been going on all season long.
0: There was only one time I didn't like it when they were way up in a game and he kept doing it next to four guys and on the other team. And I forget what game it was. And the four guys got pissed off. Felt like he was rubbing it in. The Not Saints a great game. example. What game was it? The Saints game. the Saints game. That was the one time I was like, all right, Cam, like real, Rain it back a little bit,
1: but yeah, take it down.
0: What he's doing when he scores in football and some of the stuff he's been doing after the touchdowns is we see it in on thirty basketball teams. <laughs> we see it in college. I, I I just I don't get it. And I, I I just don't know who's arguing the flip side on Cam Newton and why this became this whole giant race thing. I I, I don't think he's from Well,
1: you 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 already know the answer. I to I that. You and so Chuck stupid. had a conversation. You and Charles Barkley talked about this a week ago.
0: It's so stupid. It's
1: so stupid.
0: I love Cam Newton. Here's a hot take about Cam Newton. My mom, who knows nothing, um, like two weeks ago, walked into our house with a whole thing of meatballs, and she's like, "Who's oh. this Cam Newton? He's gorgeous." <laughs> That's a hot take. I haven't heard. I haven't heard women in their late sixties talk about how gorgeous Cam Newton is.
1: He does have beautiful teeth. He's a handsome I mean, dude, I'm a grown man. grown ass man, but his teeth are awesome.
0: He's a handsome dude, man. It's feeling like the yeah. year of Cam. So let's talk about uh Super Bowl. Um let's. But, both of us like to make picks. Both of us like to gamble. I am six and four this season against the I'm, spread.
1: I'm five and five.
0: I didn't have the balls to take the Broncos two weeks ago, even though I told Tate I was going to before the podcast and I had my whole case laid out. And it was a good case. At the last second, I panicked and didn't want to go against my team. And I was lazy. I knew, I knew that game was scary. I knew a bunch of dumb stuff was going to happen, and basically, it came down to my kicker missed an extra point. My best defensive player got burned twice by Owen Daniels, um, and there was a pass interference that wasn't called. And most important. Uh, my two tackles could not block the two best pass rushers on the Broncos. Yeah, that, and we deserve would call to lose. I the,
1: the most important factor. Yeah. I would call Brady on his ass 20 times probably the factor that really decided the outcome of that game.
0: Yeah, I think we deserve to lose the game. But it was also right. one of those games where everything went wrong for the Pats. And other than the backwards pass, nothing went wrong for the Broncos. And my question, I guess the fourth and ten Hail Mary to Gronk that he actually caught was, went wrong but.
1: My question I, I would is, say that went, went, went well.
0: You and I have been talking all season about how the Broncos have been pulling games out of their buttholes. We have. And also how they it's literally impossible for them to get over 20 points.
1: We made that observation.
0: The Panthers are favored by six. The, Bronco- <laughs> the Broncos cannot score more than 20 points unless they get special teams touchdowns, defensive touchdowns, whatever. And Carolina scores over 30 points in like every game they play. Just fundamentally, this feels like a 30 to 20 game if you're judging the histories of, this teams, of these teams. So why is the line only six? And why am I so afraid to take Carolina?
1: Wow, why is the line only six? So one, one interesting thing, people love Carolina. No big surprise. They scored 49 points in, the, in their, their, their conference game. A pretty un uh, uh, unlikely thing, and, and doesn't happen very often. They looked great doing it. It's not just that they, you know, scored a whole bunch of points. They ran the Cardinals the f off the field. I mean, the Cardinals did not belong on that on that field. Football, Carson Palmer. I mean, how's Carson Palmer come back from that?
0: He doesn't. He's gonna be. He's gonna be on this podcast next year with us. Um, Car- the, our buddies at Football Outsiders said it was, by DVOA standards, one of the great playoff performances in the history of the postseason.
1: Well, see, the, the analytics support it. So people have been banging the hell out of, out of Carolina. The line opened at four, and it's, it's up to six now. Over 80% of the uh, money, and there were some books that were the money on spread, but uh, was all the way up to the 90% range. On Carolina, and that's how we're, we're we're at six. And there's some thought it might go up to six and a half. Nobody thinks it's going to go to seven. In the things that I've read, but you know the the um, phenomena of the most recent. You know, what did I just see? Carolina it passes the eye test with flying colors over the Broncos. But so mm-hmm. oh. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: Chicken parm, I'm watching you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's great. to private eyes. The teams with the better defense yeah, have won yeah. forty of the past forty-nine Super Bowls. Yeah. Teams leading the NFL in total defense nine and two in Super Bowl history, and that includes the epic colossal. Brain lock mistake by uh, Pete Carroll last year. He, was, he, he made it two losses for the teams uh, leading the NFL in total defense. Mm. There's also a fun thing. Underdogs of at least four and a half points getting less than 50% of spread bets. And I just talked about how much Carolina is getting banged on this thing. 28 and 14 against the spread. That's nice. That's 67%. Hmm. You know where I'm going with this.
0: Are you, are you taking chicken parm privatized?
1: Chicken parm, you taste so good. Joe House, pick of the week. I hope to finish six and five for the playoffs. I'm counting on Peyton Manning. I know exactly where that where that puts me, but um, I just that that the the old adage of of defense winning championships. It's it's. I just can't. I'm old now. I'm I'm stuck on stuff like that.
0: So, Carolina, it's now five and a half. So, you're taking Denver plus five and a half. Do you have a score for us?
1: Sure. Uh, Yes, I I actually do. I I like, um, well, you know, I I, I don't have a score because I don't have a a good feel for who I think is going to win. Yeah.
0: Okay. So, you're just just grabbing the points. Grabbing the points.
1: Yeah. 24 20, Denver covers. Carolina wins. Denver covers.
0: Interesting. So I am taking the Denver Broncos as well.
1: Oh. Yeah.
0: Um, for a couple reasons. Chicken
1: parm. You taste so good. The that was very good private
0: <laughs> I kind of enjoyed it. The nobody believes in us factor is at an all-time high. All-time. It's it's everyone thinks Carolina is going to win. This is the two week Cam coronation. Denver's lucky to be here, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And Denver's defense has a ton of pride. Wade Phillips said it's the best defense he's ever coached. He seems to believe in the defense. And here's the thing: I, with all due respect to everything the Panthers have done this year, and, they, and Cam has been incredible the kind of offense they have is the kind of defense that Denver should be able to shut down. I watched them do it with the Patriots, right? Lot the yeah. short passes, they swallowed up. Um, they were able to, I thought really cover Gronkowski effectively for most of the game. He finished with 144 yards, but the last two catches were the 50 yard hail Mary in the, in the double Fourth coverage. And, and yeah. that was after they lost their safeties. Um, and then at the end of the game, like that incredible catch in the end zone, that it seemed like he was out of bounds, but he wasn't. For the most part, they 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 took him out of the game, and I, I thought they had Edelman under wraps. They uh, they just did a really nice job. And the yeah, fact- I
1: think the the disruptive effect of the speed of of Denver's front four, and the fact that Carolina just hasn't seen a defense like that this season. Yeah, there's no analog for this for them. You know, they can't say, "Oh, we saw a defense like Denver." in week six, and this is the way we schemed it, and this is the way we handled it. Until you're, and this is was just proven out. We watched it. It was borne out by what we watched Denver do to the Pats. You have a game plan. You can come in. But it, until you're on the field and that speed, um, that upfield rush, and the pressure and the pocket collapsing starts you know, occurring, recurring, yeah. I, I don't think you can – You know, the best laid plans. And the Pats, the Pats tried to adjust. But the, the best laid plans, you know, you, you just have to, to um, hope for the best.
0: Well, and then they can also, we know they can get a pass rush going with a limited number of people. And they can, they can pressure Cam and make him move around and make him have to make plays and rattle him and all that with four guys. And they could just basically swarm the other guys. I also, you know... Ted Ginn, you know, he's got a big drop coming. Kotchery. These guys, like, aren't—their skill position guys aren't great. Cam has made all of them, I think, a little bit better than they are. But when you look at—you know, they've been an amazing home team, right? Yeah. They kill people at home.
1: They're, this is a great point.
0: They uh, they were killing Seattle, and Seattle came back to make an interesting in the end into the playoffs. They killed Arizona at home Um, over the course of the regular season, killed Tampa— I'm just going backwards. Killed Tampa by 28. Killed Atlanta by 38. Killed Washington by 28. Beat Green Bay. They were up in the tw- by 20 something, and then uh, they came back. But you go backwards. It's just they they were an awesome home team. Well, on the road, week 16 lost in Atlanta. Week 15 almost lost to the Giants. Giants had the big comeback. Week 13 almost lost to New Orleans. Won by three. They killed Dallas in Week 12, but that was because of the quarterback situation. They beat Tennessee. Everyone beats Tennessee. Seattle was close. Um, You know, I haven't seen the track record of them when they're not at home just rolling up the score. Um, And then you throw in the fact that Denver's defense is going to be fired up. Nobody believes in us. We can beat Cam. We can get to him. Greg Olson's not going to beat us. We're going to make your other guys beat us. The whole thing. And then their history this whole season of playing close games that you watched and you thought how the hell is Denver in this game? The other team is dominating this game. How is Denver around? Why are they lingering? And uh I just think this game's going to be close.
1: Also, well, look, and, 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 oh, and we, I even mentioned
0: one more, Thomas Davis. I don't think I th- I think he's going to be a non-factor. He's got a broken arm. He'll play for yeah. a quarter and he'll come out.
1: Well, what about the team rallying around HGH Manning? I mean, oh, they didn't even we know. It they, no, it's it,
0: they only it to his wife. It wasn't it Wasn't Peyton? It just went to his wife's I house. I just said
1: HGH Manning. His wife's last name is Manning. Maybe they're rallying around her.
0: Chicken parm, you taste <laughs> you so taste good. So good. Um, I, and also, like I can totally see him winning. I I I totally see Jim Nance covered in his own body fluids. I, I yeah, just can. We've already got Phil Sims, on the that. whole thing. So there's two ways to go with this game. I feel like it's similar to um, the Pats game two weeks ago, where I think I was right when I said this. It's I it covered my bases, but either Carolina just blows them out and Manning throws five picks and it's a disaster, or Denver wins the game or comes damn close. And, I, yeah. and I'm I'm picking that scenario I think this feels to me like a ugly 16 to 15 19 to 17 like just some sort of weird score and it's in the and tw- it's below 20 yeah and then cam either cam will have a chance in the last couple minutes to either win or lose the game for his team
1: I agree I agree that that's exactly the scenario I think we're that's what the game we're about to watch on Sunday Clairvoyant
0: Bill. Yeah, we're due for one of those, right? With the Super Bowl? I I guess like Seattle and the Pats is a good example of how a game like that could go. Just kind of ugly, some spurts, but for the most part, you know, better defense than offense. Well, it got super
1: exciting for the whole fourth quarter.
0: Yeah, yeah. And the Pats ended up putting up two touchdowns and the whole thing. But, um, But I could see that going this way. And it just, you know... It sounds weird, but I do feel like pulling out games and keeping games close and making them ugly and just being able to find a way to win over and over again. That's a skill. That's you know? a, that's
1: their specialty this season.
0: The Pats, I whenever we had that streak with the 21 game winning streak, and all of those games they were there weren't a lot of blowouts in those games, you know. All of them were <laughs> like just kind of grinding it out, somehow we won, making a play, being clutch, and at some point getting yeah. the pass
1: interference, yeah. pass interference in the end zone
0: coming up big um, at some point it's a skill and I think Denver has proven over and over again this season that they can win close
1: games we've been watching it for six months you gotta give them credit at this point
0: Joe House we both like the Denver Broncos to cover a 5.5 point spread I'm gonna pick the Panthers to win by two points
1: I like it, I had them at 24-20 what's your score?
0: 19 to 17.
1: Okay. Good one.
0: Yeah. All right. House, always We've done a pleasure. It. We did it. We're done. Take care.
1: Talk Enjoy to you. Enjoy Talk
0: to you next week. I will. See you. Right on. Let's talk about HBO now. It's the newest way and the best way and the only way to stream all of HBO, every episode of every season of HBO's best series, plus some of the biggest hit movies Uh, Sometimes before any other streaming service No TV package is required Coming to HBO Now next week Fast 7 I repeat Fast 7 The family is back Coming to HBO Now later this month The season premieres of Last Week Tonight And Girls The series premiere of Vinyl Magic Mike XL XXL And San Andreas Download the HBO Now app On your favorite device To start your 30 day free trial instantly just do it hbo hbo now all right before we get uh michael Rappaport on here let's take a break to talk about our buddies at betterment if you're danny inch the best way to invest for the future is by trading a pair of rapidly declining future hall of famers to a division rival with a crippling cap situation no young talent and in exchange you receive multiple unprotected first round draft picks i would say that's investing in your future For everyone else, the best way to invest in your future is Betterment, the automated investing service that provides personalized advice based on your financial goals, then builds and automatically manages a customized portfolio for each goal. Save yourself time and money. Give yourself peace of mind. Do it for a fraction of the cost of traditional investment services. Here's how easy it is to invest with Betterment. Just link your bank account or roll over your 401k or IRA, and you're ready to roll betterment is already managing billions of dollars for over 100,000 customers you could be next get up to six months of free automated investing and more information as well when you go to betterment.com slash bs betterment investing made better again betterment.com slash bs and now let's let's bring in michael rapaport all right as promised michael rapaport uh Please don't swear that much. We have parents listening in the cars, driving their kids to school. I know all of our friends swear around their kids, but not, not everyone in America does. No,
2: they do. They do. And they, they'll be just fine. And if their kids hear me swear, it, it'll enhance the... You know what? You'll get a bigger audience with the kids. The okay. kids will be like, please turn that guy back on. Okay. So I, I might do some. I might not. I'll, I'm going to control myself. But if it's an organic curse... I'll do it. All right, I'm going to take the first curse. How the fuck are you not in this OJ TV
0: show on FX? Where are you? Where's your agent? The, well, who's your agent?
2: Well, the, the, the who's my agent and where am I? That's a whole other discussion. You couldn't have played
0: Robert Kardashian? They had to go with Schwimmer? You couldn't have put like a wig on with a little white streak <laughs> in the with, front? With
2: a little right? It's like yeah. the... Um, Juice! 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 Don't do it, Juice! Don't do it, Juice! Where are you? You, you know what the craziest thing? And, and, and this is what I heard. And then, and then I actually got I, I got a, a copy of the audio, uh, the, the the audition tape. Is um, Courtney B. Vance who's playing Johnny Cochran? That was you. That could have been your no, role. No, no, oh. but they were. You know, this whole diversity thing in Hollywood. Originally, Danny Aiello was going to play it, <laughs> Johnny Cochran. Yeah, and, 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 get out of here. No, he was, and 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 his audition was going good, and and but the audition was like, that fucking glove doesn't fit on these fucking hands. <laughs> if it don't fit you must quit, you cocksucker you and he had the part until he threw that in there because then he started saying that black glove doesn't fit on these fucking and they were like he doesn't say that and he insisted on doing that way and that's the reason why danny aiello is not playing johnny cock and courtney vance is doing a good thing but you know they were trying to diversify the cast
0: I thought you easily could have played any of the cops, I think, because I, I don't even know who play played Mark I, Furman, you could were, have played that, Mark Furman You know,
2: to be honest, I did get a phone call about Mark Furman but Oh, he's, now I the truth has been revealed you, you, You're right about that, but, but he's very waspy looking
0: but you, you've he, already played can I, we call I, Mark Furman a racist or he just made racist comments
2: He's both he's You've already of you made, did that in higher learning Yes, I already did that. So yeah. so I mean but I actually did get a phone call about that cuz I saw a picture of him but I knew they wanted more of the 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 uh you know he's more uh you know um he's a shiksa. He's a shiksa.
0: I felt I think you're left out. You got left out because the greatest thing about this OJ show and the yes. thing I enjoyed the most is that it's basically a pop culture cornucopia um canvas yes. of the last 25 30 years you have ross from friends playing robert shapiro <laughs> not a you great have...
2: part for ross <laughs> i feel like and swimmer's a good actor not a great part <laughs> Did it and it? he's got the who was the actor who was the sopranos um the, the walnuts paulie walnuts paulie he's got Walnut. the paulie walnuts
0: the streak streak that could have been here. you that so could have been me You got him You have Malcolm Jamal Warner As A.C. Cowling You have uh, Cuba as O.J. You have Rad Tidwell As O.J. Simpson Yup You have John Travolta As Robert Shapiro You have Cheryl
2: Ladd Is As Cheryl Robert
0: L- Shapiro's wife
2: I didn't notice that Oh yeah I didn't catch that Oh yeah I was too mesmerized By Shapiro and Travolta And And when it goes to pop culture Like you know We've talked about Stallone yeah, Travolta's—he's—he's he's right in there with me. It's Forty so, years of Travolta Goes back to the, yeah. Welcome back, Connor. Boy in the plastic bubble. Boy in the plastic bubble. Vinny Barbarino, Tony yeah. Manero, and and Grease. But Tony after Tony Manero, I, it was a wrap for me. Like I, I love he, him.
0: I think he was the big winner with Grease Live because the guy who played the Travolta part, it made me think like and We'll never see another Travolta. No, you, it's no. like
2: Michael Jordan. Hey, I totally agree. He's, I he's, totally, the, be, he'll
0: be the, he's the best grease lead ever.
2: Period. You can't duplicate what he did. He had he had the looks. He could sing. He could dance. He loves to sing and dance. And uh, I mean, tr- yo, John Travolta. It, it, it's a guy you know you sort of take for granted, and you you, you know like he's up there. He, he's a little bloated. I, listen, Travolta. I'm saying this from the bottom of my heart. You're sixty something. Yeah. Forget the hair. We if you don't have hair, you're still John Travolta. I love it. But
0: every think, every every movie or TV show he has a different hairdo. It's great. It's not even the movies in. Every time you see him look. like
2: when he's in real life, he has a different hairdo.
0: Did you see the movie he made with De Niro where there <clears throat> Travolta's like a Russian
2: Yes. I, I don't forget
0: want the to name talk about of it. it. And it was, it's, it's horrific. almost like he had a toupee, but it blended into a beard.
2: It was like he just put it was put like a it on toupee with once. a chin strap.
0: Yeah, it was like when my son plays with Legos, and you right. can put different heads <laughs> heads of hair or something yeah. on the Lego characters.
2: Yeah. Are you so you're digging it? But l- l- I love it. It's I don't. A- I don't mean to bring up ESPN, but oh, the, please do the thirty for thirty that was made. What was it, June fourth? About June seventeenth, nineteen ninety four. Th- that that is a, We want to talk about the OJ. So that kept. That was the best thing. That was the best. So, that Ra- was a fantastic documentary. Thank you. Rod Tidwell. Yes. As OJ. Yes. I was thinking, I'm sure. Perfect casting. First choice, I guarantee. <laughs> Guar- guarantee. Brad Pitt pretty. He's like five seven. No, I know the, the physical size. He's not. I that needed small. somebody with size. The physical size was the only thing. But but the essence of who Cuba Gooding is, I guarantee you, he was the first choice. The essence of who he is, and the kind of actor he is, and the way he looks, and the sort of w- the way he's looked at in Hollywood, I guarantee you, he was there was a, he was the first choice they, they they went to. So I would have gone with Dennis Haysbert nine years ago. Dennis Haysbert, He's too old now,
0: but Dennis Haysbert nine well, years ago should have been the juice. Okay. I need the size. Yes, I agree. I think Morris Chestnut, Sean Fantasy suggests that. That would have been a nice one. Somebody with some size. Yes,
2: but Chestnut is diesel. He's he's ripped, but he's not that bi- physically big. Like, OJ looked like he's probably like 6'3". I, more, yeah, he was a, he was the
0: juice. He was, he was the six juice. Two. You need the giant head. Giant OJ head. had the biggest head of anyone who, like, other than the three years when Barry Bonds had a giant head. Yes. OJ had the biggest head anyone's ever had.
2: Right. And what about this thing about uh, the, 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 the CTE guy saying that he thinks he would bet his license that the real OJ absolutely has CTE? I've been on that corner for five. Closterman and I were talking about that in podcasts like five years were ago. Were you really? Oh, I, he's the most obvious CTE case ever. And those fucking, sorry, those helmets that he played with, Tonka toy helmets, talk about like, you know, uh, I mean, he didn't even have a face mask. He had like the one bar, two bar face mask, and he was playing with a helmet that they sell at like Target for like a Halloween costume.
0: In Ezra Edelman's giant documentary uh, about OJ for ESPN, which is apparently great. I can't uh, wait. Apparently, his head was so big even back then. That in those Tonka toy helmets, they had to remove the padding from the helmets to fit his giant head in. Really? There. They yeah. talk about that? Yeah, oh, I think do so. You, so.
2: Do you still watch ESPN?
0: Not, you know, I don't like the sports talk shows. What do you What do you watch for sports talk shows? I don't. I just don't care. I. I, I that's why we have the internet. I hear
2: you. I hear you. Do you, you know that I don't like. I, say, I watch
0: PTI. I still. Love, I still love Tony and Mike.
2: Probably now. If, uh, at one point, it was every day, but probably twice a week, three times a week. People ask me, the last time you were on Simmons and you brought up the, the, the now famous Zapruder Simmons tape that he cut yeah. out of the podcast, what did he the say? The lady in the umbrella. People ask me all the time. And, yeah. and, and, and now I'm starting Shots to charge coming people. coming from the second oh, house. I make up shit. I'm like, listen, I'll tell you what he said.
0: Yeah, you I should. Just, make up stuff. What Take do liberties. I get from this? Take liberties. I'm not
2: going to just tell you, like, what do I get?
0: Take liberties from it. I'm glad we didn't talk about it, though. When 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 we're on a podcast together, I like the focus to be on us, not the past.
2: Absolutely, I look forward. I hear you. I hear you. I, I get
0: it. With that said, I love reliving the past with OJ because that was one of the. I, I've written about it. I have a big column in it from '04 yep. in my ESPN.com archives, which I haven't been destroyed yet. Um, that was one of the last great pre-internet moments, and yes. I still think. That Friday night during the Knicks game which you might have been at that Knicks game I wasn't at it I was watching it at my mom's house going what what's when they happening? were cutting back and forth to the O.J. Chase yeah. is was like the JFK assassination moment for the 90s where everyone remembers where they were when that happened
2: Absolutely right?
0: and when it clicked on and like yo yeah. what's happening I remember who I watched that game with what
2: house I was at Me too What what our plans were for that night Yep And 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 and, and the fact that wasn't it wasn't OJ in the small screen And then by by Like you know While it kept going on Then OJ They did was, that
0: a couple times yeah. yeah
2: And the Knicks were just like It was a foregone thing
0: Yeah That was That was such a fun I was in Connecticut I was dating somebody At that point But I, was, I spent a lot of time In Connecticut she, was she hot? Yeah Okay um, We don't want but the it sports was, remember, gal To
2: get wacky But I'm just saying Remember
0: the tri-state area In 94? Yes You're yeah, the Knicks you yeah, the Rangers Yup you had the OJ thing Yep You had Mike and the Mad Dog Taken off Yep It felt
2: like It felt like,
0: and felt you had like the a Knicks. summer You know Like how the, the blackout summer In the 70s yes. Whenever they made Summer of Sam Yes
2: That so. The Bronx is burning Take yeah. the call, take the call. Who no, is it's it? That's all right. My Who bad. Is it? You got you got Scotch tape on your phone? No, I have I had the Is that Scotch tape holding the phone? I have the phone, iPhone, but
0: I have the Blackberry for emails and I keep dropping the Blackberry and it's breaking. But and why I'm not is getting other one you,
2: you, you really have Because it has like I have holes in the BlackBerry. But there's Scotch so tape on it. I You're know. Bill Simmons. There's a place <laughs> down the street, you break it, we fix it. Six six seven, they'll probably give you a discount.
0: I also have a date in my car I haven't fixed.
2: That I can understand, but you have a phone with duct tape on. it. That's not <laughs> duct tape. That's literally you have Scotch tape on on your BlackBerry. I know. I mean, well,
0: it has holes. I don't want it to get ruined. All
2: right, all right, all right. So, so let you you you. So you, anyway, you the OJ. I love it. I can't wait for the. I, I I'm enjoying it. The the chick who's playing Marsha Harden is it Marsha Harden? Marsha Clark. Marsha Clark. Marsha Harden's the actor. She's the best one. Sarah Paulson. Killing it
0: from Studio 60. Matt Perry's. Greatest uh, achievement Yeah Killing it Remember how good Matt Perry was In Studio 60 Yes yes. That was it That was supposed to be His career year And then Amanda Peet Got pregnant And the whole show Went sideways And he hasn't hasn't, Did they
2: cancel The Odd Couple You want to talk about Casting They canceled
0: like Five Matt Perry shows But they had
2: The Odd Couple on CBS I was You want to talk about like You You were
0: mad You weren't cast
2: God damn right I was Oscar (laughs) Madison They got Matt Perry Playing I I like Matt Perry I did Friends and And no disrespect to him Yo, but when they cast Matt Perry to play Oscar Madison, and I'm sitting at home twiddling my dick, <laughs> I'm thinking, and I'm like, yeah, of course this is going to get canceled. Oscar Madison? First I of all, they he shouldn't played even Felix. touch
0: that. Huh? I thought he played Felix. No, he, he played, played Oscar? Oscar. That's a terrible That's idea. what I'm
2: talking about. It's crazy. I mean, Oscar Madison?
0: Terrible. You you've been you got left out of some things that would have been great for you. Ah,
2: uh, you know, and then I got some things that that are great. I can't complain. I can't complain. You know, Copland. You got Copland. Sly
0: stories. You found out Burgess
2: Meredith was a stick man, a a a, a, a real stick man, like a real stick man. Like a uh, uh, no, in 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 Sly's word, you know, Burgess was a legendary stick man, <laughs> right. A legendary stickman. No, a world class stickman. That's what he said. A I was world... thinking about you. He's winning the Oscar.
0: I was thinking about you during the Globes because Sly was there, who told you the Burgess Meredith story, but also Leo was there, who's this generation's world class stickman.
2: He's man. in a different level. Yeah. Whatever Burgess did, whatever Warren Beatty did, Leonardo DiCaprio has topped records. Whatever Jack Nicholson did in his prime, in in, in, in like in the eighties and the early nineties. Leonardo shut it down. He's like a tree man. He's a tree man. And he, he's, like a, he's like he's like an assassin. Like he's in and out and there's no complaints and there's no lawsuits and no one's blowing him up on Twitter and there's no dick pics. He's got it down to a science. He's got it down to that a science. That is true. He's got it down to a science. Leonardo DiCaprio, he is.
0: It's like how Lance Armstrong was the greatest cheater ever with PEDs they just nobody could catch him yeah. Leo same thing for being a stick man yeah
2: now I see some of these hipster manifestos saying why is Leo only dating young girls because he can you right. dumb fuck <laughs> well, why, why, don't hate the player hate the, like all these hipsters are like why is 41 year old Leo whatever he is only dating hot models who are 25 26 Listen, you could say what you want to say. You're a married man. You're happily married. But anybody who could be living that life and doing it where people aren't even angry at you, they would be doing it. I don't give a shit what you say. Well, we
0: we talked about this the last time. But the amazing thing about Leo is now that he's in his 40s. Yeah. And he's still out at these clubs. You don't leave the club till 3... 4 a.m. After you've picked whoever your friend for the night's gonna be, friends, you got to go back to somebody's house or Leo's house. Now it's like four thirty. You got to make everyone drinks. You're not really getting down
2: to business till five, five fifteen. Now you're
0: now you're up till eight
2: in the morning. Leo's a vampire. He's definitely a vampire, but he makes an appearance occasionally. Leo could fly fish off his off his house, or, or, or off off the balcony of his house and 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 have that same thing. I mean, he, yeah. he, yo, Leonardo DiCaprio's on probably a different has. he's on a different level as a as a stickman as a coxman, he's on a different level. <laughs> do you think
0: if Leo had bought the Playboy mansion, that would have been the all-time I'm laying it down as the world the world's premier tree man ever. He's
2: beyond that. He doesn't even need to do that. Like, like I think that would be like too as obvious. a second house. Like as like a, as like, a, like an yeah. office. I'm going to make this I'm my just office. Owning this. That would be cool. Yeah. And, and he'll keep half in business. Yeah, I'm going to have some parties there every once in a while. We're going to, you know, get get half on that Lamar Odom and key, see what he's still made of. See if he still got it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you, what do you uh, got
2: for me on my Knicks? Bro? You
0: wanted to talk about Cam Newton, so let's talk about that. You have some they, Cam Newton thoughts. Well,
2: well, they turned the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl press week into they trying to create a fucking race war. I know. It's disgusting. Barkley,
0: Barkley was on my pod last week and predicted this. He was here? Well no, he called in, but he predicted it. He was like, I see where this is going. This is terrible. I don't know why they're doing it. Like he did the whole thing.
2: I, I, I and mean, it was what
0: it, what happened?
2: They turn it into they are they're, they're trying to create it into into a, to a, to a show. And I like. I, I listen. I love Cam. I don't think he needs to dance every first down. You get into this You get into the end zone, do your thing. I mean, if I had the ability. Cam Newton did I wouldn't just be dancing I would strip naked and run around the field (laughs) but you don't have to do it but aside the dancing and all that shit yo he's a great looking guy he's articulate he's charismatic he plays the game like it's never been played he's 6'6 260 and 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 he doesn't mind being black you know what I mean like he's not making excuses for for being black and like they're turning this into it, like this whole like he's not like explaining himself. He's ex- he's comfortable with who he is. I've never seen somebody so comfortable. Like he like he's like praying and like you know talking to himself before he snaps the ball. Like he's like in a different planet. Like but can't here's move. my question: Who's making the counter argument to that? The, the the media, the people that are asking the questions, like all these polls. Do you mind him dancing in like ESPN? You're like, like some no, people. Not my people. Okay, I'm just saying. But they're saying, like, you know, like, some people, like, they take these polls. Do you not like him because he's this? Because he's black? Is the dead? And it's like, what the fuck are we talking about? I mean, what, what are we talking about? And he's also, got a better like, personality than Tom Brady, and he's probably better oh, looking than Tom Brady. Oh, Your guy, Tom Brady. Tom and he's got a great chin. Tom's got a great chin. Tom's got a great
0: chin, but he's got no personality. He followed Leo. That takes a lot of self confidence. He and some very Leo. handsome looks. Yes, he followed. I me. Mean, I'm going to marry Leo's old girlfriend. Who and don't think Leo wasn't trying to get her back at some point there. No, no, he, he don't was. do that. No, he did. He did try to get her back. That's what that's what I read in Us Weekly.
2: Okay, well then that then it's true. <laughs> that's like better than Wikipedia. Stars are just like us. Yeah, they're like, it's like better than Wikipedia. <laughs> they get coffee. Do you do you do you do you have a Wikipedia page? I'm sure I do. Do you know that my Wikipedia page is now saying that I'm 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 a, I'm a Jewish Mexican? Do anybody? That's what it says. Anything could go on. I thought Wikipedia was like where you go for information. That's
0: why I st- I haven't looked at my Wikipedia page in like six years because the last time I went out, it had like three things. I was like, oh my god, this is gonna. J- I can never come back. Why
2: yet. do people go to Wikipedia? Anyone for facts? can change it. And I edit know. It. But why is it still le- like considered legitimate? Like if I, I'm surprised. Like whenever I show up somewhere, they have my Wikipedia. Somebody was like, I didn't know you were a Mexican Jew. <laughs> uh, what are you talking? Like it's on your Wikipedia page. But back, what were we talking about? It, would help your,
0: it could help your Oscar chances now that they're going to embrace diversity. Diversity. Yeah. diversity. You should say. You no, should I say you're a Mexican I could
2: have at least, you know, they shitted on Aiello to play uh, Johnny Cochran, <laughs> you know, and, 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 I, and I don't think it's right. You know, because the diversity, the pendulum, what is it called? The pendulum? The, the thing? Would, pendulum? But, but it would, Yeah, the pendulum. It, the pendulum? Pendulum. It swings both
0: ways. Yeah. Okay? It swings both ways. Back to Cam, though. Yes. So the case you laid out about why people and why the media is. It's race. But doesn't. It's race. Would Cam even crack the top 10, the stuff he does in football games, it wouldn't
2: even crack the top 10 of things we see in NBA games. And everybody loves NBA players. It's because it's a quarterback. No one says shit when Aaron Rodgers does his discount, double check, pump, pump, wasting, which he stole from. uh, He didn't even create that thing. Right, he stole it, but no one, no one said a word when Aaron Rodgers does his thing, and and no, you know, and but Cam Newton, because he's a quarterback, he's a black quarterback, they don't like it. They want him to keep. They want to keep him in his place, and and the the race thing is so visceral, and 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 people want to act like, you know, race isn't an issue until it's an issue, and and I feel like right now, race in sports and race in the country and it, it is is more vibrant and and right right at the surface. ...than it's ever been in my lifetime. Like, there's so much stuff going on. There's so many, you know, with the police and all this stuff. I mean, the Cam... What's going on with the press conference is a disgrace. If I was Cam Newton, you ask me this question. This is what I say. Kids, cover your ears. You say to me, why do you dance? I go, why don't you suck this dick? (laughs) And then they say, "Uh, excuse me, I said, why don't you suck this dick? Like, I mean, but he wouldn't do that because he's not me. Just like he wouldn't run around the arena naked, but it's like... You know, I'm he just, wouldn't do I, that. Like, he wouldn't do either of those things. But it's like it, at some point, it's like, yo, you got to be like, yo, what are you talking about? But he's just—he's got it all figured out, and and that's why he's Cam Newton. But I'm like, send Aiello in one day to answer his questions for him. Like he's—he's just, he's just handling it perfectly. But it like Iello should be in there answering his question. Why did you pick Aiello and not
0: not Paul Sorvino?
2: Cause I, Was that no coin flip on curses. the way on the way to my house? No one screams oh. and curses. He, he, no one screams and curses like Aiello did, did does. That voice. So
0: Spike Lee and Best Seat of the House, <laughs> which is a really good book. Yeah, I recommend it. Yes. it's probably on Amazon. It's it's Spike's a big basketball fan. He, he um, is. I have a tortured history with his movies, but yeah, well, me he's too. actually a fan of. The game. He's not just the Knicks he, no, he's a Knicks like fan. he's huge. Supposedly, uh, when Ralph Wiley used to write his ESPN.com way back, he had this character called the Road Dog uh-huh. that he would talk to, and that was Spike Lee.
2: Oh, I, yeah, sh- yeah. Yo, yeah. So if you is, go back and read those Ralph Wiley columns, the Road Dog, <laughs> Dog is Spike Lee. But so, it doesn't get any bigger than Spike Lee as far as a, a, a Knicks a basketball fan. He so so loves Spike it.
0: in that book made this whole case about how Hoosiers and Rocky are both racist sports movies. And it's That's like, insane. here's the white hero, and now here comes, like, the the Apollo Creed, the black guy, and Clubber Lang, the black guy, and then in Hoosiers, it's like, here's this ragtag group of white kids from the middle of nowhere, and then they make the final game, and it's South Bend High, and they have a bunch of black kids. That, that ain't racist.
2: And, Yo, Rocky's the And then the it's underdogs. like, the white kids gotta beat the black kids. But- and he... And he kind
0: of ruined, he ruined Hoosiers for me by like 8%. Well, I've
2: am I i always. I, I've never been with you because I know I think Hoosiers is your favorite sports movie. We've talked about that. It is,
0: but it spikes in my head now with Hoosiers a tiny bit. Like the black coach on South Bend High has got a four-point lead with no shot clock and a minute to go and is like running plays. Yeah. It's yeah. like just dribble the clock out, dude. Yeah, no, you don't have and to be. It's like still- thank God the the white coach knew what to do, and that, hey, we're gonna run. No, no, go to Jimmy instead, and the right. white coach always came through,
2: but the black coach kept screwing up. I I, I don't look that far into it, but yo, listen, well, I'm what it, just saying, Spike made me think. Yeah, he he's he's a he's a thinker, not a stinker. To quote Apollo Creed and Rocky, be a thinker, mm. not a stinker. Yeah. How, how do you feel? Count that, him to Fisto. How do you feel that Sylvester Stallone is going to win the Oscar? For essentially Rocky Seven, I cried when he won the Golden Globe. Literally, like I had tears in my. I, I cried,
0: and then I cried a second time when he didn't thank Ryan Coogler or Michael B. Jordan. That was a mistake. I, but here's the thing: he's old. He is old. He's old. He's like almost seventy. It wasn't intentional. He's just an old person. It's like when my dad can't find his car keys for exactly. an hour and a half. Yeah, same, I, I, no I, different.
2: Yeah, I I agree. I, so I, he'll be he'll thank them this time first off the top. Coogler should have been
0: nominated. I don't agree. I don't the, agree. The fight scenes were incredible. The
2: fight scenes were incredible. I think, but, but but traditionally, the Oscars don't nominate pop culture films. Like, they're like, why don't they nominate Star Wars? They don't do that. It's a pop. Just like NWA, as good as I love, straight out of Compton, mm. it's a pop culture film. And I loved it. And, but I just don't think it was worthy of an Oscar. I feel like the guy who played EZ could could be in consideration for best supporting actor. And, and I think the screenplay, it got nominated. But as far as the best film, I don't agree. It's and too long. It's, I just watched it again. And Did you watch the it, long version? No, I didn't see the director's
0: cut. It's like almost three hours, I, right? But
2: I watched that just because of like the information in there. It needed to be 15 minutes shorter, but I'm not sure what should have been cut. I agree. I agree. But I, but, but I, I, I loved it. And I'm looking forward to watching the director's cut just to see what other stuff is in there.
0: You know what's amazing about Straight Outta Compton is that you had these three parts you had to nail all three for that movie to work. Yep. And they cast three people that I'd never heard of. Yeah, all three of them were awesome. Kicked ass. Like, really great. Really, so, really like, good. So, the Biggie movie, the Biggie guy was good. He wasn't great. Yeah. Um, but I, I never felt like he was Biggie. Like, these guys in NWA, I felt like these were the guys.
2: I, I felt like the Biggie movie, it, it was too soon. It's like like yeah. the, like the worms hadn't you know hadn't died in the casket. No disrespect to Biggie, but it was like he died. Let's make a movie. It's like let 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 some time pass. like yeah. everybody's so quick to like the Steve Jobs movie. As much as I like that, but it's like as soon as he died, like production has started. Like they were waiting, you know, for you know let 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 some time and some perspective come.
0: Straight out of Compton had. Three or four just great scenes. Great scenes. The scene, the Detroit concert, which he, you know anyone who knows anything about that band, they're waiting. That's like going to be the big scene in the movie, yep. and it just delivers. It's yep. great. But the no Vaseline scene was yep. great. Um, even the opening with Easy going and the and the breaking out of the house, yep. like that was really good. And, um, and
2: when he first did. Um, uh, oh and,
0: and the the scene when they all get accosted on the sidewalk by the great. cops and that leads to F the Police. Great. It,
2: it it was there was some really emotional stuff and like when you see Easy struggling and I, I mean it, it was it was really good. It was really way really better good. than I thought it was gonna way be way better than way I thought better. it was. Really I was gonna enjoy it no matter what, but it was so much better. No nah, it's a good shock. The emotion in it was really good. Where'd you and, stand on Giamatti? I thought he was good. I thought it was a little uh, uh a little Jude out. And I'm saying I'm Jewish. I thought it was a little bit like you know, like it was it was very sort of Bernie Madoff. It was it was Bernie Madoff. It, but Paul Giamatti's a great actor. But I I think it was okay. I think it was okay. Okay. I'm not gonna say I, I I'm not I'm not upset that he didn't get nominated for an Oscar. Did you see *Beasts of No Nation*? No. You didn't see *Beasts I of No Nation*. The,
0: I, it's one of the screeners. I didn't. I screen. Never it's on. Yo, it. You got a 96 Netflix.
2: inch TV yeah. here in the Bill Simmons Studio. That's a big ass TV. Yeah. You need to watch Beasts of No Nation. Good. Because there's a, Stringer Bells in it. Stringer Bells in it. He kicks ass. And and there's a guy. If if you've seen people who've seen Beasts of No Nation, some people caught this or some did, but one of the during one of the fight scenes, there's a guy, talk about a special consideration for an Oscar, who's running down the street naked mm. with a fucking spear in his hand. <laughs> I want to find that actor. He needs to get some sort of special consideration. Butt-ass naked. First of all, if if I'm going to fight somebody, if I'm in a war, and there's a guy running at me, I'm not saying with a loincloth. I'm saying loaf swinging in the air. Yeah. I don't want a piece of that Terminator
0: style. Schwarzenegger, remember? But, yeah. Schwarzenegger won. It's like, I'm just breaking my my dick out. This this guy
2: was breaking it out. So, that guy in of No Nation, Adrice, you were great. The kid's fantastic. But that actor, I don't know who he is. I don't know if he ever acted before. I want to talk to that guy, and I want to give him a trophy. Great fastbender move too And shame Yes I think
0: he fluffed himself A little
2: bit though He probably gave himself A little You like know Like a little like half fluff learning. Yeah, yeah a little half A little fluff. tap Of course you gotta A couple tap taps it. Make sure everything You know get the blood circulated Maybe someone on the
0: crew Touch it a couple
2: times and you're out No you gotta A couple buds. Trust me he did Extra liter of blood that Yeah there. just give a little A little something Yeah no question A little You've something You've never been naked In a movie have you No nah, I mean no. Have you but, How many
0: sex scenes Have you been in a movie
2: Two or three uh, Sex I don't know Sex Make out I, n- n- Not much Bill Are Nothing you trying like to make me feel to... bad Like I mean I know no, I've always
0: wondered When people You know You're fake humping somebody That
2: It's not It's not anything That you You, you know It's very uncomfortable Have you People
0: around What's the best boner story You've heard From like one of your buddies Who's in a scene And just popped one
2: It's really an overrated thing I, I it, It's not really something That happens that much Okay uh, Um because there's so many people around. I think yeah. maybe, I'll, I'll be honest with you, because it's the Bill Simmons podcast. Thank you. Okay, and, and, and you're that guy? Yeah. And how many people are listening? How many people listen to each podcast? Eh,
0: this one will probably be like 500, something like that.
2: Five? I thought it was like 500,000? 500, Five, 500, 500,
0: yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. We're, we're headed toward 30, 30 million listens. That's what like, I'm talking about. Okay, like so I'm going to give you this
2: because you're you're that guy. Yeah. And, and, and you know I get You hyped. gave me Stickman last time I gave you Stickman I gave you Lativian bang, Gangbanger Yeah That's you know Spread all over the world Yeah When I was doing I'm gonna say this now I've never I was ashamed of myself And, and this was You talk about boners Okay um, When I was doing Beautiful Girls The scene with Uma Thurman This is yeah. Uma Thurman In her prime When you're dancing When I'm doing the dance scenes with with Uma Thurman. Yellow wood? I didn't get. Well, the wood ain't little when I get the wood, Bill. I just (laughs) want to clarify that right now. I bricked up real proper and it (laughs) wouldn't go down because we were dancing and, you know, we're rubbing up against each other. And I'm like, holy shit, it's Uma Thurman. Like, she's six feet, like a true six footer. Yeah. And, and she and smelled good, her the, hair was good Never looked better than that movie Sick The whole ad campaign was just about how hot she was Yeah, the whole ad campaign was about how and, and So I'm dancing with her and I get like I, I get to kiss her And la 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 And I'll actually, I have a photo of, of that scene like, And I'm like up on her, like the set photographer And it your butt's like sticking way back and, and, and then I had to move away from her yeah. Because I was like, if Uma Thurman feels... My hard loaf against her while we're doing take nine. She's going to be mortified. Like, it's yeah. her, it's embarrassing.
0: Or maybe that's what, what her goal was the whole time. Nah, to, maybe she me. made a bet she with wanted, somebody
2: in the crew. She wanted to get out of there as fast as she could. Now, I mean, but like, when we were doing the dancing and Beautiful Girls... I, 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 is that
0: why Martha Plimpton, Plimpton was so horrified at the bar? Nah,
2: it wasn't couldn't. for the scene. Thank it was God like God I had what a the hell? Is... Flannel shirt on? Yeah. Because I, I thank I, God it was the '90s. Nowadays it was the you'd 90s. be wearing
0: some nice tight t-shirt and
2: yeah, yeah you wouldn't be able to hide anything. But, but that's I've never I've never admitted that to anybody. It's great. It was it was and I know you love beautiful girls. It was I do horrifying. And I was like, yo, look, she's because she was just so beautiful and she had beautiful big breasts. One of the things we're going to do when we finish
0: building our podcast studio. Okay. Is um, what? Which is going to be covered with vintage HBO posters, which I've been quietly accumulating. Okay. Um, What's your favorite one so far? I found this one of The Jerk from like 1980. And and it's like The Jerk is coming to HBO, and it's amazing. Damn. So you and I are going to watch Beautiful Girls in that studio. Let's do it. And they're gonna. Uh, I'm gonna also make them get the reds to beautiful girls. Let's do it. And we're gonna do director's commentary. I'm down. Yeah, I'm, I'm, it will be good. I'm, I'm, I'm totally so ready down. to talk about that movie and about my conflicted feelings about whether Tim Hutton was a pedophile
2: or not. Okay. In the movie. Oh, I got you.
0: Yeah, I Cause got you. Because now that I have a daughter who's within three years of Natalie Portman's from character that movie, and it's like if we had some dude living next door, and all of a sudden my daughter's hanging out with this creepy guy and. I'd be like, "What the hell's going on?" Yeah,
2: yo, my man, beat what, it. What do you ta- What is this Winnie the Pooh thing you, you guys you, are talking you, about? Dude, you, you're doing poetry with my 13 year old daughter. Wait, can you get away from my daughter yeah. before I call take, the police? Yeah, take a take a hike. Yeah, why are you so interested in my daughter? Are yeah. You married? You you think she's cool and interesting? Yeah. And you're talking to Mo about about like what you're going to wait five years till she's 18. First of all, I'd show up at his house with a baseball bat and be like, "Hey, my daughter
0: just told me." that you guys were talking about him waiting for you until you turned 18. Yeah. So I'm going to hit you over this head with the bat now. Yeah. And then I'm going to keep hitting you until you stop breathing for about an hour.
2: Get the guy from uh, Beasts of No Nation to show up <laughs> with at his a door spear. with a spear naked <laughs> and be like, yo, what? that that's what you do if somebody's talking to your door. Get that guy.
0: Oh, that was an underrated part of Straight Out of Compton. Was what? When Sh- Sh- The Suge Knight character was incredible. But when he's... He's intimidating, Eazy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's like, I didn't like that. I'm gonna change you. Yeah, I didn't like that. I I was like, oh no, that's like some
2: that's that's, 1999 HBO Oz shit. Yeah, that's like one
0: of those threats. Out of BC would have made.
2: Yeah, I didn't. I didn't like. like, Oh no. I mean, he. I mean, how Suge Knight? It's like it's like he's gonna be played by multiple actors in in multiple films, like how Al Capone was like it's portrayed. Like De Niro did it. uh, Bob Hoskins did it. Like he's always nine Suge Knights. Yeah,
0: when Jimmy hosted the AMA awards in like '05 or '06, I was yeah, I was one of two writers. You got
2: to say Kimmel.
0: I'm sorry, Jimmy Kimmel. Don't
2: be afraid to drop names here. I'm doing it. Um, I just dropped. I just. I said I had an erection during a scene with him with (laughs) Thurman. Drop names.
0: Um, We're running around because it was they're trying to do the show from different locations. Yeah. So he he does a monologue, and then there's musical acts, and be like, all right, Jimmy, go now into the crowd. You'll do this next bit, and. Some 2006 artist will be next to you, and then run over here. So we're kind of running around this Nokia Theater, which I think is where it was. And we're going to the, we come out of the crowd. We go up this back stairwell to go up to where the next spot is. Coming down the stairwell is Suge Knight with two people, and for like a second and a half, he was like, "I don't know why these." He just had this look on his face, like, "I don't know why these people are in my stairwell," oh. and we're going to have to kill all of Right. You. The vibe for a second and a half i hear you and then he recognized jimmy and he and he loosened up and right. you could see him but i saw it. you I, felt I that saw, vibe oh it's more than a vibe yeah it's like my life's in danger yeah no I, it's I, the same way like you know like like when you dark redu- energy we call that yeah when you reduce anything to just animal instincts yes. and just i'm in trouble i could have my I'm way in with physical you. danger yes I'm gonna die. Yes, I felt that for a second. And I, half.
2: I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, I yeah. sat next I was to him. Like, oh and my and god, well, I'm gonna die. Yeah, he had he has that, but he's locked up now, and I don't think he's coming out. Yeah, and and you he, know, he, I, it was the
0: most menace, menacing menacing uh, second and half of my life. I I hear you. I hear you. Then again, I'm from I'm from the East Coast. I haven't had a lot of menacing moments. You haven't had a lot. Yeah, I mean, I went to prep school.
2: So I hear you. Like, You're not used to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. It's like a very sheltered life. I got you. Yeah. I got you. Well, give, give me something on my Knicks. Oh yeah, Carl let's Anthony talk about Towns, that. Then we have to go. Or or the Latvian gangbanger as rookie of the year. Carl Anthony got him by a little bit. How the, good is is Porzingis? Towns.
0: Here's the problem. It's really hard to win Rookie of the Year if your team's going to go 19 and 63, right? Right, 19 and 63. That's a problem. That's a problem. Because Minnesota has now turned on their tank sign. Minnesota and Phoenix are both perfectly happy to be the, one of the top five worst teams. Because if Minnesota cared, they would have fired Sam Mitchell. He's a he's a disaster. But Jeff
2: Hornacek um, did. He he got he got.
0: Well, I don't know what Phoenix is doing. Phoenix has been the worst run team in the league for a year and a half now, other than the Devin Booker pick. But they're like all they give Tyson Chandler all that money. He's I washed up. I think so they gave him the money cuz he's a nice guy or something. 4 year 52 million million Crazy. Contract.
2: I mean I love you Tyson but yo you you somebody he got a good agent or something or he's got I don't know what he's doing. If you want leadership They broke in, up the Bopsy twins though, which I thought was cool. Well, but that's What are those guys the, names? The Morris twins. The Morris twins. No, I call them the Bopsy twins. They yeah, but they got that, the same tattoos. But that was terrible
0: though. They made them upset.
2: So what? This is the NBA. <laughs> you don't get to pick and choose. Oh we 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 do we get a contract together. I don't give a shit. It's a business. <laughs> we're we upset because we were on different teams. Well, but they took less money to play Who together in a contract. Okay, it's a bad now agent. They should fire their agent. Then now get Tyson Chandler's agent. And now we're trading
0: you. That's I like just- Markeef. I would I would trade for Markeef. <laughs> you always have, are you you're always sick. I, n- you've no. been on the pod three times. Three times you've coughed your way through the pod. No,
2: I have a perpetual snort. It's All just right. called being Jewish. Go ahead, talk, break All down right, the
0: sorry. NBA. So um Phoenix Phoenix and Minnesota. Tanking. I don't think that translates to rookie of the year stuff. So I think for the zinger, if the Knicks can make a late little run here, and they blew it last night against the Pistons. Yes. They're not very good is the problem with the Knicks. You know what you know what it turns out? In a league where um point guards are the king. Yeah. And perimeter play and pace and space and all this stuff, to have the worst point guards in the league yeah. is a problem.
2: Yeah, Sasha Bujacek and uh yeah. and uh what's his name? Um Jose Calderon, Jose all these Calderon. guys, these guys all stink. <laughs> yeah, Jose and, Calderon's got to go. And I want him to go back to you know him and him and uh, what's the guy they, they had last year? the The pizza maker who's on the Clippers now. Who's oh, he, uh, Pablo, appreciate. Yeah, he's a pizza, pizza maker. maker. Yeah, he's a, he's a good. He makes a hell of a pizza. I mean, can we get a real? It's New York. Get, get a real guy in here.
0: Well, all, all the delusional Knicks fans are like, uh, "Oh, Jeff Teague. We're gonna get Jeff Teague." It's like, how? How are you getting Jeff Teague? You have two assets. You have no first-round picks. Right.
2: You have Carmelo, and you have Porzingis. You have nobody else Atlanta wants. We Jeff Teague. We've been so abused that we think like we're so happy that that this year isn't last year. That's all we're happy yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Is that like our 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 expectation? It's an abusive relationship. Like it's an emotionally abusive relationship for Knicks fans. But 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 this but this poor Zingus, he's the real deal here. I mean, what do you see is 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 the, is, the, is the ceiling? Like what can he be? I told you this
0: when we did the pot in November. I yeah. was
2: all in on the Zinger. The Zinger. I think he's
0: one of a kind. Yes, That's exactly what you want. You want a stretch 5 who can make threes, who spreads the floor for everybody and who can protect the rim and he can Block protect shots the rim without jumping. Yeah, he protects the rim. Literally. And the other thing I like about him is that when I watch him run I don't feel like he's going to be out of the league in five years. I agree. Like, I really like Miles Turner in Indiana. Yes. I think he's he was a great pick at number 11, but when I watch him run, it makes me
2: nervous. I hear you. I know exactly what you're talking about. He
0: kind of like his feet, it's like he's wearing slippers, Have like you his ever seen feet me run? slide.
2: That's how I run. Right, and I've always ran like I that. I don't like,
0: you know, it's like when I watch Bo get run, I'm like, that guy's not going to be in the league in two right. years. When I watch Bynum, when Bynum was around, You're it's scared. like, oh, man, I don't, that the way he runs, I don't like it. Where is Bynum? But like KG was always a gazelle.
2: Always.
0: We Even now, about KG's, kind of athlete. KG's 100 years old and like you watch him run and it's like that guy's built to just do this. Yes. And I, I'm not sure. um a lot of these guys, like a, like the, the Miles Turner type, oh my God, great body, great athlete. I think he's going places, but when I watch him run, it makes me nervous. Porzingis does not make me nervous, I agree. is my point.
2: I, one of the big things... Carries we sh- his weight and, and height well. I agree. I agree. One of the big things that I you know I wanted to... Because uh, uh, Drummond uh, uh, on Detroit is having a great year. And, and I want to give him a public shout out because he, in the beginning of the season had um, so much hair on his shoulders. Yeah. And I think he decided to get it either lasered off or waxed. So I want to give you a shout-out. Congratulations on your season. And and he's also gotten braces, and he got himself waxed. He And I, I want to say, because it looked like he had, like, some sort of tattoo or burn, and it was hair. And he's fixed himself up. See,
0: this is why the, the, the ESPN talking head shows, where they talk about Cam Newton, and they try to turn race into a story for seven days – I'm so much more interested in LeBron's hair, Andre Drummond's, Andre Drummond's <laughs> shoulder hair. Yeah,
2: or Jeremy Lin's dumbass haircut. Jeremy
0: Lin's haircut, poking somebody in the eye. Right. Like, he, this is the kind of stuff I want people talking about on my 24-7 shows. I,
2: I agree. I don't just want to sit here and talk about, what, what's the new, this new term, that the offensive efficiency? Where the fuck do they come up with this bullshit? <laughs> PR. What is this? Every year they come up with a new stat. Like, it's I like, know. what does that mean? No one knows what that... Do you even know what that means? And you're Bill Simmons. Offensive. I, he's the most offensively efficient guy, and they PR have this... PR are you talking about? I, I don't even know. It's like an algebra equation, and I'm so like, I'm, I'm watching basketball here eating chips. I don't want it to
0: talk... I like when... Uh, and I like a lot of the basketball stats. I respect the movement, but like... I don't need stats to tell me Steph Curry is the best shooter I've ever seen. Yeah, I got it. Like I, I got it. I don't need to know what his percentage is from twenty eight. I, I just don't care. He's, I already know. And I don't need. That's this... why I watch basketball. I, I like to form my own opinion sometimes. And nobody's ever been a better shooter than him.
2: Steph Curry today versus Steve Nash in his prime. What, what, what happens? They just, they just go crazy on each other. Steph's, no, Bruno. No, Bruno. Steph's, Crazy on each other. Steph's better. He's better. He's, a, he's, he's he's just better. He can't guard him. The problem with the
0: thing that Nash never had is Steph just destroys defenses just by being on the— It's almost like how Randy Moss on the 07 Pats. He's just on the field. It just changes the defense. Right. They're so worried about what he's going to do. And Steph's the same way. You even saw the 25-point game the other night in the, in 25 in the first quarter. And the Wiz just had to change everything they had to do to stop it. It just opens up everything
2: else and becomes impossible to stop them. And he's barely sweating, and it's like he's lollygagging through. Like, his disposition, his physical he's so relaxed. He's so calm. Like, I feel like they should make him start playing with his shoes untied. Like, make it harder Would for him. Would you move the
0: three-point line back? I, do foot?
2: something or like when he's at, like make him shoot from the bench and he gets an extra point, something like, do, do you got to add, you got to do something. I, and I don't think you can move the three point line back. Cause it only really worked for him. But, but I mean the other day he made a steal versus the wizards and he could have went in for a layup and he said, fuck it. I'm going to shoot a three and it right. ate from five feet behind the three.
0: So I have some people have been asking me, why don't teams rough him up for him? My friend David Nyman asked me this. Can you catch him? Why don't teams knock him around? Chris Paul, is the most handsy. I think you got to just be handsy and just got to annoy him and you got to be touching him constantly and just... He's hard to touch Touch though. him, feel him, push him. That's what Chris Paul did. Chris Paul, Game 7, 2014. Yeah, Remember Clippers Warriors Game 7? Secretly great game. Yes. It was kind of the birth of the Warriors where things were going for them because they... Chris Paul fouled him 58 times in that game. But... And he, he just kept coming. And Curry finished with like 32. And I, I think... I th- I was still on TV at that point. I think I went on that whenever we were on TV the next time I was like that game showed me Steph Curry is going to be great cuz yeah. Chris Paul Chris Paul fouled him every single play in that game. They could have called all of them. They decided to call none of them and he was mugging him. Right. And Curry just kept coming and coming and
2: coming. I was like that's
0: what I needed to see.
2: And that brute Villanova what the hell is his Della, name? Della the fuck his name is. Every time I think of his name, I think of Ed Pinkney and and Villanova Della Vinova? Della, Della Vinova. Yeah, whatever. He tried that crap last year, and, and he 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 couldn't – it wasn't up to task. Remember, like, they were like – he he was like the Jeremy Lin of the, of, of the playoffs last year. I want to see – He looks like he has bad breath. Della Vinova? Yeah, he just look at his Because he's as Australian? Breath, yeah, I don't know. Just something about him. He doesn't – you know, he just, just looks like his breath might taste like – smell like mayonnaise. That's so, just my instinct. So the
0: Clips, who would play them in round two, do not have the type of players to – Rough him around, except for Chris
2: Paul. He, Chris Paul doesn't want to get too close to him anymore, and I love Chris Paul because he's at that he's at tail end of the prime. No, because Instagram. He just doesn't want another incident. He doesn't. Oh, want, he doesn't want another punch. incident. I, I, I know that that bothers. That would bother anybody. That every time they show Steph Curry for the rest of his life, one of the things they're going to show is him making. Chris Paul fall, which oh, I think is one, one of the most overrated things anyway. Totally. I think the whole it's crossover basketball. culture, yeah, if you don't play defense, you only you can only get quote-unquote crossed over if you're attempting to play defense. Me, I never got crossed over in my life. I didn't play defense. So that's why I never was made to fall down. But if you're committing to D, that could happen.
0: If the, if the 92 Knicks played this Warriors team, In what game would Steph Curry be carried off the floor in one of those stretchers like they use with the NFL where they have to like strap him in and put the chin pad on? And you
2: hope that he gives the thumbs up? Yeah, you're just hoping... Oh, oh, he gave the thumbs up. Three. Game three. Game three in New York? Yeah, game three in New York. Who does it? X-Man? X-Oak... Somebody, somebody's not going to. Somebody's going somebody's gonna to. How would they him.
0: hurt him? Would it have been like they wait for him to shoot a three and X just goes underneath him like a D back no, and come takes in out his legs? And
2: we're not trying to block your shot. We're trying to like. For, like we're literally Lawrence trying Taylor to. Hurt you. You. Like yeah. knock you on your ass. Like right. bridge you. That's what would happen Do you think Mason, Oakley,
0: and X-Man would have gotten in an argument before Game 3 of who got to hurt Steph Curry?
2: Yeah, or why didn't you get him in the first quarter?
0: Yeah Like yeah, like like not, a bounty?
2: Like, yeah, oh, for sure Would Riley
0: have put a bounty on
2: Steph Curry? Absolutely
0: They would have done all this stuff, They would right? have done all that
2: But he's hard to catch oh, It's the like other one. Bieber in the celebrity game I tried to get that little <laughs> fucker am true, you did I did try to you get You did, him. you tried to get him for he's, an hour I tried to catch him <laughs> He, I tried to catch him, and, and that's me with Bieber. But oh, like and the thing about Curry, he, like he knows all the tricks. He, he's been, people have been trying to knock him down. Like the way he looks and the way he walks, all casually, and yeah. like, he doesn't brush his hair. He looks like like he should, like he what you. He wants a blankie on the bench. Him in a, a what's his name on the Spurs? Yeah, what's his name? With Tony the, Parker? No, Ginobili? No, Kawhi? Kawhi. They look like they need blankets. Instead of giving him a towel on the bench, give them a little blankie. They could take a nap. Like Kawhi <laughs> looks like he should have a blankie.
0: Kawhi is, is the league's best chance to stop Steph in the playoffs. Because I think it has to be somebody who's four or five inches taller than him. For sure. Um, somebody who has the length to catch up with the little. You just got to take him out. And I also think the Knicks would have, I think. They would have ended Clay Thompson's career in that ninety-two series. Oh, for series. sure.
2: They would have got him first game Game one. Yeah. yeah, just take him out. Yeah,
0: he's like the guy in the action movie. Just take him out. That would have been easy.
2: Yeah, they would have got him no. right off the top. <laughs> he's just out. And and men would have. Draymond Green wouldn't have been laughing and joking and like right. He's, he's, he would. Have, the, Oakley would have sent his mom into a Twitter spiral. And I love Draymond, Draymond Green. Oh yeah, they would have shut that down. Well, they
0: they get so they get Draymond into a fight where Draymond has to be suspended for at least three games. For
2: sure. For sure uh,
0: And now it's just Bogut Curry Who now knows he's. It's like the purge They know he's going going, He's going to get shot At some point Yeah
2: it's going to happen Yeah
0: And then that's it I think the 92 Knicks Win in five
2: Yeah that's it In five That's it They have nobody left For the next round (laughs) Right But they win in five That's it And they've ruined the Warriors And now the Warriors Play basketball again Yeah and and, then Draymond Green Is in in, an institution somewhere Right now And and I I have to get your. I'm sure you talked about. We got to go after this because we're out of time. Okay, two things, quick. Who wins the NBA Finals right now? Everybody's playing. Everybody's healthy right now. And, And 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 do you do you do you love seeing Kobe go off when he has flashbacks? I love it because I want them to
0: pass Brooklyn. For a tad more wins, so Brooklyn would be in the number two spot for the ping pong balls. But Kobe looks good at times. Kobe does look good. I mean, the last time we talked about this, it was horrific. It was sad. Like, we felt bad. But it we was, said he would flip the switch a few times. He looks decent now, and he's rebounding. He That's the thing. Yeah, the other he looks night, good. Yeah, he looks good. Really, really I think, really, think we're now in play for Kobe coming back for a year. Don't do it. Just I think we're in play. Don't do it.
2: I think we're in play. I know. I thought about that too last night. Like he might be like, "What the what?" what He's like, "I
0: could do this for three more years. Yeah. play twenty minutes a game. What's for the problem?" The Knicks. This
2: ain't nothing. Yeah.
0: Okay. Come in. Just take over two eight-minute stretches per half. Just go and I'm out.
2: Yeah. It, it looked good. All right. So right now, who wins a championship?
0: I still think the Spurs and the Warriors are dead even for me.
2: Who win that series?
0: Depends. I, I need to know who's healthy. I know it's a cop out. No, right if now, I have like a everybody,
2: 100%. man who comes back. What did he get? A ball busted the other day.
0: Yeah, scrotal injury, oh, testicular. Man. Yeah,
2: ain't that's funny one of those where that. you're not allowed
0: to make fun of that. Nah, yeah. no, not you, just everyone. Because no. the karma of making fun of somebody else's testicle
2: injury. Yeah, it's like I ain't make a fun. Normally of the internet be like, ah, nah. I ain't, I ain't. It's
0: like no, no. Everybody was like, man, like, hands off. That was like one of the
2: worst things. Like even the internet didn't get in on that. But he got a ball busted
0: sounds like it, yeah. Oh. That happened to Carlton Fisk in 1975. Foul tip, ruptured testicle. See. Broke his cup, ruptured it. Oh, man. Yeah. That ain't, It's like nothing. the Suge Knight thing. Like, I'm going to mm-hmm. change you. Yeah. That's what that foul ball does when it ruptures your testicle. Man, that's not funny. So I would say if I have a 100% healthy Spurs team, but I don't have home court, mm. I don't think I can beat Golden State.
2: They're tough, I man. I need to
0: get my home court, and I don't think they can get it unless somebody on Golden State gets hurt. The wild card is OKC because Durant and winning. Westbrook can just beat them.
2: They're not going to... Beat who?
0: They can beat anybody in a they series. The, they ain't beating the Golden State. It's four games. You get it four out of seven. You get two giant Durant games where they just win because he's unbelievable. You're going to get one great Westbrook game. So it's going seven. Yeah. And now right. I'm in a seventh game with Durant and Westbrook. You're right. And... You know, I have the best player on the floor on Curry, but they have the next best two guys on the floor. That makes me nervous. Okay. So I got to get them out before a game seven. Because right. I don't want to play Durant-Westbrook in a game yeah, seven. Yeah,
2: no, I hear you. Because Dism- dis- Durant's back. Durant is back. Durant's back. I've seen all I need to see. Durant is back. And, and, and talk about, like, uh, you know, uh, Westbrook is like, uh, you can't stop him. He's like he's like Uma Thurman in Kill Bill. Like you thought he would. Like he guys had so many injuries. Like he at one point like he had like half his foot chopped off. He comes back. He doesn't miss a beat. Normal people slow down from injuries like that. It
0: just happened. And,
2: and like no, he, it
0: just you said Uma Thurman. I thought he was a boner. So it's time oh. for it's time to go. You've ruined Uma Thurman for me. No, I, I, I think of your boner now every time I every time I hear Uma Thurman for the rest of my life. It's you like pulling your. Your body away from her so she doesn't In feel shame. your thunder.
2: Yeah. Feel my thunder. No, I, I need to just ask you quick. I'm sure you covered it. I didn't listen. Tyron Lu and the whole fiasco and David Blatt and they shitted on my man David Blatt. Not that I gave I gave two cents. Yeah, they did. Tough The Israel has is turned against the Cavs. Oh, you, Do you don't follow want those to... stories? Oh, oh yeah. my god. Wait, Israel is Israel, Israel writing the- story. The, oh, the, Israel was all in on Blatt. Oh, I, I'm sure that, but then, oh when, yeah, uh, as the country actually. Read,
0: oh yeah, there were stories about it. Oh, I didn't know that about how the Cavs are out. Yeah, they're done with the Cavs. I didn't know that they they uh, they stabbed David Blatt in the back. All this stuff. So, wh- I thought he did a bad job. If you can't figure out how to how to use Kevin Love, you shouldn't be an NBA head coach. There it is. You can't stick Kevin Love in the corner. No. Kevin Love needs to be in the mix. He needs to be on top of the key. He needs to be setting screens. You gotta post him up. Right. He's not one a of the best 10 offensive
2: players in the league. I agree. I agree. He averaged
0: twenty six a game.
2: I agree. He shoots threes, he can post up, you have him in the corner. It's I agree. Idiotic. and 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 what is it? what is it with my man David Lee? Is he is he He's it, done. Yeah. But why? He's a good player, is he Nah, it's over.
0: My dad? Sage dad. My dad has had season tickets since 1974, who who wanted the David Lee thing as bad as anyone. Reminding him of Cowans a little bit, his favorite player. It's like he's got no lift. It's like his shot's getting blocked below the rim. It's over. All right. Yeah. Great teammate, though.
2: Yes. Great teammate.
0: My team needs to make a trade, but I don't know what that trade's going to be. And
2: what is that coach? He's like 17 now?
0: Brad Stevens. Turned 18. Turned 18. Got hair in his balls uh, six months ago. It's good. Yeah,
2: Yeah, he's good. It's good. good. All right. Uh, Anything to plug? Yo, want to plug your podcast, the I am Rapport Stereo Podcast? Oh, this is the Bill Simmons podcast, and you're in a league by yourself. But we're in stereo, the That's I am Rapport fantastic. Stereo Podcast.
0: That sounds exciting.
2: You have an open invitation. I know you're the David Letterman podcast. You don't leave, you know, your, your your studio and all that stuff here. But if you're ever going to be interviewed by somebody, don't be by one of these drip dry guys. You come over to me. I get you some coffee, whatever you want. We do it right. We ask the right questions. I ask like like how many times a week do you shave, Bill? Because you look like you just came from a methanol clinic. I say that with love and respect.
0: <laughs> I haven't shaved in a couple weeks. I know,
2: but yeah, I'm just saying like like these are the questions that the people want to know. Okay. But but other than that, I'm happy to be here. I'm, I'm looking forward to an exciting Super Bowl and, and of course an exciting give us All-Star a quick pick game. and we're leaving. I'm gonna go twenty four to twenty one.
0: Cam. Cam, he, okay. he can't.
2: He, he's he's an animal. He's a beast. Teddy Gin, I call him Teddy Gin.
0: Thanks for being here, buddy.
2: Yo, anytime. I appreciate it. And uh, you know,
0: thanks to HBO Now for sponsoring today's BS podcast. You don't need cable or satellite to watch HBO anymore. Download the HBO Now app and start your free one month trial today. Coming this month: Fast Seven, mm. San Andreas, mm. and Vinyl, the new show. Scorsese. I'm excited. Coming later in 2016. Maybe brand new content from yours truly. HBO Now. Go get it. Uh, thanks to framebridge.com. They just framed 15 posters from my garage, and I love them dearly. Did they really? These are good people.
2: They look fantastic.
0: Yeah. No, you haven't even seen them yet. They're but I'm saying them. your posters yeah, yeah. in here look great. Thank you. Uh, use offer code BS for 50% off your first framebridge.com order. And thanks to SeatGeek, the presenting sponsor of the BS Podcast and Channel 33. Subscribe to both podcasts on iTunes, Stitcher. Or SoundCloud, uh, plug your podcast one more time. Yeah, I'm Rap Report Stereo Podcast. All right, get that on iTunes or wherever you get podcasts. Enjoy the weekend. Enjoy the Super Bowl, and good luck to LA
2: United. How good is that vinyl show going to be? You already know it's going to be. I'm great. excited. Scorsese, Ste- Coke, rock
0: I, and roll in the '70s, I, and how about David Simon's doing a '70s porn show? Yes.
2: Yeah. No, it's going to be. Times. It's going to be good. HBO. But, they know what they're me. doing. They know what they're doing. All right. Enjoy the weekend. We about this bitch. Anytime y'all wanna see
0: me again, rewind this track right here, close your eyes, and picture me rolling.